When the company decided to shut down its kitchen and close events, my boss was really trying to find ways we could take the company forward. How, how could we pivot? Many people have lost their job due to the pandemic, but in some cases, jobs are being created because of it. Hi, I'm Diana Brunell O'Leary, and welcome to another episode of Job Talk Weekly. Today, we talk with one of our earlier callers who had quit her job in January right before the pandemic hit. But through her persistence and focus, she ended up getting hired for a job that didn't previously exist and that was created because of the pandemic. Before we jump in, I want to thank you for being a part of our community. We have listeners from all over, from Oregon, Indiana, Connecticut, Virginia, and throughout the United States, not to mention a few in the Netherlands and the Philippines. Remember, we want to hear from you. Do you want to hear more direct problem-solving stories or more tips from career experts? In the next few weeks, we'll have conversations with career counselors and recruiters, but we'd love to know what you want to hear. So visit us at JobTalkWeekly.com and shoot us a quick email. Now let's get started. Okay, we have a special guest today because we have a success story. We spoke to Sarah a few months ago who was looking for a job, and we talked about tech skills and social media skills. Hi, Sarah. Hi, thanks for having me on. Okay, thanks for being back. Tell us about where you were a few months ago when you were looking for a job and you were out of work. What led you to that place? I came to find myself looking for a job after a few months of working in a position that I enjoyed, that gave me good benefits, decent pay, but it just wasn't in the field that I was really interested in staying in long term. So I found myself saving money uh, while I was at that job and trying to get myself into a position where I knew if I couldn't find something immediately while I was still working for this company, maybe I could have some time to look for work. Um, If I had a free schedule, then I could really put my uh, heels to the pavement and do some interviewing, do some reaching out online. And that's what ended up happening. I wasn't able to find a job while I was still at my old job. So I just took some time out of my schedule that was completely now open to look at different organizations online that I had been interested in and see what they were doing in terms of their outreach. Um, We talked about social media. So I was taking a look at what they were doing on platforms like Instagram, but also on LinkedIn um, and seeing if they had blogs involved. What were the kind of people that were working for them like? And eventually I wrote down a list of organizations that really interested me looked at if they were hiring, but kind of didn't pay so much attention to that, just really wanted to keep the focus on my interest in them. And from there, basically wrote down some emails, people I could contact, different places on LinkedIn, and took it from there. So for a while there, you did find yourself out of a job at the beginning of the calendar year, right? You decided to quit. Yes, exactly. Okay. So the Gen X and boomers out there are probably having a little mini heart attack because a longstanding rule of the workplace has been to not quit a job before you already have a new job. So tell us a little bit about what that was like, because I do think it is different today. But tell us about that process. It was definitely nerve wracking. I think something that made the transition a little bit 
easier for me was, of course, a like I said, knowing that my finances were in order. Yeah. But I had also been involved in volunteering um, for a really long time with um, two different organizations, but one in particular. And I was contributing skills in that position just as I would in any other paid position. Mm -hmm, Um, It was mm -hmm. a position of responsibility. It was closer to the field that I wanted to be involved with. So I knew that I had contacts there who would happy to be my reference. I knew that anyone looking at my resume would see that I was steady in terms of my volunteer commitments if they had some questions about, oh, why, why is there a gap here? I knew that they would still be able to find something that showed my commitment. So it sounds like you had a really strong network and you had prepared your connections in case you did find yourself needing a reference, right? That you had people that could vouch for you. Yeah, exactly. That was really important to me. Excellent. And you saved up, so you had a cushion. But the timing of it, I have to say, you were unemployed during the pandemic. So when that all first came down, did that make you a little more nervous? 100%. It was terrifying. In some ways, I I think that it scared me more than anything. But I also wasn't in a position where I was losing a job in the moment. I wasn't being laid off like so many of us were. So I think that in some ways, my position wasn't really changing. I was just still unemployed. Um, But during the pandemic, I had found myself in an internship, and this internship was with one of the organizations I mentioned before that I had written down at the beginning of the year, contacted, and while that internship was unpaid, that wasn't really ideal for what I wanted to be seeing myself in my life at that point, but I really, really, really enjoyed the people I was working with, the mission of the organization, and just thought, okay, if I do this for two months and then they say I'll have the opportunity to be reviewed, maybe get hired. That two months is worth it. I have the money saved up. Now, even though the pandemic hit during those two months, I still reached out to my boss and said, listen, anything you need from me, I want to work for you still. And, you know, she didn't actually have to pay me. So it came to a point where I was able to be hired thanks to a small business loan that the organization received. But I think Something that just gave me a lot of sense of purpose was, yeah, having a place where I could show my skills, where I could get a sense of fulfillment and have a hope that, you know, at some point there would be a a higher down the line. Well, it definitely paid off. And it sounds like you did it in such a smart way. You went through and really identified companies that you were passionate about, things that you would enjoy. So when it came to putting in long hours, even though you were unpaid, you were okay doing it because you were really excited about the company. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's something that is never ideal for someone coming out of college. But I do think that it really does make a difference in terms of you'll never know who you meet when you're in that position. You'll never know when someone you're working with can put you on to some other opportunity. And again, just the sense of commitment that you will feel feels really great because you know you're in an environment that you are enjoying. Oh, this is terrific. This is a great success story. Congratulations, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Tell us a little bit about the place you work right now, though. Let's hear it. Yes. So I work with a company called Toro Verde, which is a plant-based Mexican food catering company based out of East LA. It's all run by women. It's a super small business. We've got a small team that's been around since 2015. And essentially, 
what the business was previously doing before the pandemic was catering all across Los Angeles with an eye towards making plant-based Mexican food accessible to areas that didn't really have a lot of healthy options. Um, It was really important to the business's fabric to be able to provide affordable options for people within the Latin community. So not opening up a vegan restaurant where you charge people a lot of money in communities that are really looking for that authentic Mexican flavor. It's it's really trying to provide a space for um, the familiar recipes to be enjoyed in a healthy way. And this job, though, that you have now didn't even exist before the pandemic. Tell us how it came about. Yeah. So essentially, when the company decided to shut down its kitchen and close events, my boss was really trying to find ways we could take the company forward. How how could we pivot? Yeah. And immediately what we started doing were setting up some online Zoom cooking classes. And that allowed people who had previously attended events we catered or who just followed us online to stay involved. We also had a cookbook come out called La Vida Verde Mm -hmm. by Jocelyn Ramirez. She's my boss. And so that was, you know, I think for her, she didn't think it'd be the best timing, but it turned out to be great because people wanted to cook at home. Oh, yeah. Where I came in was really taking her ideas from A to B. When she said, okay, how do we set up these classes on Zoom? How do we get it so that we can record them? How do we record a one-hour, 15-minute cooking class? What does that look like? And then how can we sell it? All of those questions are things that it is my job as operations coordinator to figure out. That is terrific. So you did take a situation that in the the beginning... You know, it was a situation that was a little sketchy. You weren't quite sure where you were going to land. But if anything, not only did you get hired, but you got hired in a brand new position. So good for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, we're excited. Thank you, Sarah, for connecting with us again and for sharing your story. Thank you, too. Thanks for all your help. You're very welcome. Good luck. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Job Talk Weekly. Get your questions answered by visiting our website. That's jobtalkweekly.com. And we'd love it if you would please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can find Job Talk Weekly on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diana Brunello-Leary. See you next time.